they're renting the cars. They don't even own it. Like, or it's their their friends or their families or the mother money they're showing is their boyfriends or yeah. their girlfriends. 100%. Like, a lot of it's not real. And then, yeah, their friends are calling them, hey, like, you're doing so good. I know so many people that, like, just because they have a little clout or doing something big, like, people think, perceive that they have so much money. Or, yeah. You know, but everyone's going through shit. Like, we got inflation. We got inflation. In this economy? In this economy? <laughs> Welcome to the Flipping Tables podcast, where we challenge limited beliefs and flip the tables on perspectives that may be holding us back. My name's Sandy Majiqua, and if you like what we're doing over here, I want you to do me a quick favor, right? I want you to you see this little button that I'm holding in my hand right here, right? I want you to click it. If you like me, just click that little button. Now, if you really, really like me, I want you to click down below this little subscribe thing going on over here. Now, if you love me, like completely in love with me, I want you to tell four different people that you're rocking with the best podcast on the planet. Now today, ladies and gentlemen, I do have a special guest in the building, but as always, I'm gonna get better at networking because I don't feel I'm the greatest at it. So I'm gonna ask you the old age question that I ask every guest that I have here. Instead of introducing them, I ask the question, Lip, and I said your name, ruined it, but <laughs> when you're in a public place, right, and you're meeting new people, you walk up to someone, how do you go about introducing yourself? Hmm, hi guys. Um. I guess I would say, honestly, sometimes I let people approach me. Okay. Because I don't chase, I attract. That's deep. That was that was so, really deep. That's probably the first time I've heard that answer. So honestly, I rather people like feel my aura, my energy to come to me okay. and I attract them instead of me chasing people and going to people. You know what I mean? That's interesting. I don't think I've heard that perspective before. Like, uh, I'm good. They'll come to me. Okay, They'll come so to me. How, how do you put out that, I don't say like a smoke signal, but how do you put out that energy? The energy? Yeah. I would say just being confident, even if you're faking it, like fake the confidence, walk in the room, chin up, like confident. Like I think confidence is honestly everything. Okay. Um, Where did you learn this from? Is it just like <laughs> one of those things you just woke up like, you know what? I guess because I feel like I was like, ne I'm not really, the, I haven't been the best at networking in the past. Okay. Um, and I always felt like afraid of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what made you feel afraid out of curiosity? Because I have a couple of reasons why and I'll share them with you, but I'm curious. Okay. Why were you a little afraid Afraid, or even just weirded out a little bit about it? I guess I was afraid because, I mean, we're all afraid of rejection, right? Like Terrified. you're afraid of going up to somebody, maybe them like ignoring you or past like, you know, just passing you off or stuff like that. So I guess I was afraid of that. I sometimes have like a little social anxiety, anxiety. So ah, do you know? I do see that's the thing. See? It's the perception. People would say I don't, but I do. I actually do. But the thing is I recently, so I started my brand culture stigma, okay. which has made me more into a people person because I have to talk to people. I interview people. I, you know, I have to. So I've been more learning how to do it and yeah. I have to force myself to not be what is culture stigma so just for everyone listening yeah so culture stigma I started it's weird the way it started it actually started like so I have a cosmetics brand so that's what I've been doing for a long time okay I know I, yes yeah. I love this, this is so awesome. not a lot of people know that now okay um but I, that was my main thing I started when I was 16 and I've always been into cosmetics, makeup, modeling, things like that. But then I started getting more into like the social media, like influencer world. And 
I did street interviews just to promote myself. By street interviews, is it like one of those? I see them a lot on like Facebook, like when you, um, that's like a funny Marco. Yeah. Kind of like that? Or yeah, so I would go around and ask them just like random questions. You know what I mean? Just yeah. ask people. And it's scary. It's so scary. Because you have to go up to somebody and be like, hey, can I ask you something for a video? And then you ask them something and you have to have a conversation with a stranger. It's scary, especially for somebody with social what anxiety. What kind of legendary <laughs> confidence do you have to be able to do that? That's not some, I mean. It's kind of, it's terrifying. Um, but now I'm used to it because it is something I do all the time. So now I've gotten more used to it, but I'm still scared. You know what I mean? A little bit. I feel like you lost a bet low key. Like someone <laughs> said, I bet you won't do it. And you were like, you know, no, what? I honestly it. just, I started doing it because I also wanted to break out of my like social anxiety mm, because doing my, my small business brand, which I still do. But when I was only doing that, I was just always like home, you know, working at home and like on the computer, making TikToks, doing things like that. So I wasn't out in the field, like networking and now that I've been doing that, I've only excelled like in the past like six months, like from just talking to people. And honestly, you never know because you learn like different walks of life. You talk to somebody and then they might be able to help you somehow. Yeah, 100%. You know? That is wild. I don't think, and I told you before off camera, y'all already know, I'm a bit of an introvert, right? Yeah. Kind of transitioning more into being a louder introvert. I don't think I have the confidence yet to walk up to like random people and be like, What's up? Got some questions. What's going on? You know, I don't. You gotta think force I yourself because I was an intro. I am an introvert too. Yeah. Uh, see, yes. why do you? Think? I don't know. At the end, we're gonna actually put a poll down okay, there okay. to see. Yeah. See, I, I mean, well, now I'm, I'm like getting out of it. You know what I mean? But I would rather like be to myself. I have like a small circle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I know it's, it's about perception and that's also kind of like what my brand is about. It's called culture stigma. It's like the stigmas in different niches of life you know like and for, i feel like i am a culture stigma like yeah. people like look at me and like perceive me in a way that i'm completely opposite of how do you so, think people perceive you i mean the way i'm perceived online would be oh like a lot of people think i'm like maybe come from money or maybe come from or i'm snobby or i'm mean or i don't have a personality or like what do, I don't know how to do certain things. You know what I mean? Where do you get that idea of you from, if that makes sense? Like, like looking at you, right? Yeah. Where do you think, because I, I want to I wanna say I'm like a mix, right? As far as like being a part of the social media age and at the yeah. same time being old enough where I wasn't a part of the social media age. So I get to see both sides. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious as to what people think that are always in it, like how they process that. Mm -hmm. So what, what, what what is it that they'll look at you right and go she's this yeah. this and this like you're yeah. saying what do you think that is um i think there's everyone has perception you know like they look at something and they perceive it we all do it right like i do it you know but i try to stop myself if i look at somebody because i go through it yeah, that people will perceive me so i don't do that anymore but everyone has perception but i would say just stereotypes just um just, you know, I don't know. I guess the way people were raised. Yeah. Social media. Like, social media is not real. You know, it's it's not real. It is. <laughs> it is real. wild, though. I think it takes a lot of maturity to know that, though. Because yeah. I know a lot. And you know what? Maybe I was in it when I was younger, too. Mm -hmm. But it almost like maybe subconsciously you're thinking, like, man, am I doing enough in life? Yeah, exactly. Because you're kind of, like, trying to keep up with what everyone else is going Oh. But in yeah. actuality, you're seeing the highlights of their life, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, she got married. Oh, my God. Yeah. <sighs> but guess what? They're probably going through 100%. so much relationship problems. And there's so much behind closed doors. Like, social media is 
literally the best moments of your life. You put out the best moments of your life, the best angles. You know, there's like Photoshop, there's editing, there's cutting. Like, yeah. so it's not real. It's not like real life. There's always more to it than. And you know what's what you wild see. about that? I'm glad you said that because I feel like that's kind of changing now. I think before it was all about who looks the coolest, right? Yeah. Who's in the jet? Who's got the yeah. fanciest? Who's in sexy fish taking pictures, for example, <laughs> <Sexy> right? <fish. laughs> um, but I think it's kind of transitioning now that to the brands or the personal brands, I should say, that are mm. doing really well. I feel actually people that are authentic, right? People that show you the behind the scenes, that show you the yes. struggle. Those are the ones that are blowing up right yes. now. And all those like lifestyle, quote unquote, mm -hmm. brands aren't doing as hot. Have you yeah. noticed that? Or is yeah. that kind of something that... Yeah, for sure. I think like because people are looking now more for genuine content yeah. instead of like the, the fakeness. The I think the fake content as well is still funny and entertaining. And, you know, even like the lifestyle videos, people like see like somebody's aesthetic life and it's like this like perfect thing. And then yeah. they, but then behind the scenes, they show, if they show them setting up how they actually do it, like the tripod and then they set it up <laughs> and they clean the table yeah. and it's not their actual like way they wake up and yeah. da da da. But I mean, people are looking for more genuine like content, I would say for sure. hundred percent. And I actually think it's because, and it's just a wild theory. I have no facts to back this up. <laughs> I think it's because of COVID actually. Mm. I feel like we got so indoors or stuck indoors and so many people are just used to living life that way yeah. um, through a phone that, yeah, I feel like that just kind of expedited what, I think it was already originally going in that direction, but yeah. COVID just really expedited that. Yeah. Yeah. So even on social media, um, I'll get a call because as you know, I have a podcast guys, just in case you don't know. <laughs> they don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you one. They wouldn't know. <laughs> I have family members from, because I was born and raised in Africa oh and I have family members saying, oh my gosh, you're on the radio now? Oh my gosh, you're making so much money. Send us money. And I'm like, wait, what? What is happening right now? <laughs> But it's the perception. I'm perception. on radio, quote unquote. Yeah. 100%. And I also think the people that are showing oh, all the all these cars, like they're renting the cars. They don't even own it. Like, or it's their their friends or their families or the money they're showing is their boyfriends or yeah. their girlfriends. 100%. Like, a lot of it's not real. And then, yeah, their friends are calling them, hey, like you're doing so good. I know so many people that like, just because they have a little clout or doing something big like people think perceive that they have so much money or, yeah you know but everyone's going through shit like we got inflation we got inflation <laughs> in this economy <laughs> in this economy we so, do not take people on 200 dollars dates around here <laughs> <laughs> sorry oh, no komodo that is great so so you agree with my 20 dollar rule right just just I agree with just that. So everyone that hated on me 100 percent agreed i appreciate that agreed. thank you i feel so much better you're gonna get a lot of hate in the comments just really so you know. oh yeah 100 percent. why people did not like the fact that they said i was being cheap right my thing was look i'd rather just meet her at the coffee shop buy her mm. coffee just get to know if she's worth yeah. investing yes money is important but at the end of the day more importantly actually investing time into yeah if she's crazy i don't want to argue with her over lobster dinner mm -mm. i might get stabbed that's you know at starbucks <laughs> there's only so many plastic knives you can get hurt with so yeah it's more so strategic um, yeah yeah it was just personally i don't date like that like i've been on two dates two like and that perception but like see people be like oh she's probably going on so many dates like i did not see that one coming right so i I've, definitely judged yeah I, that's right. i totally i'm guilty guilty right there i've been on literally two like like i would okay i've had two boyfriends i'm not counting like those type of dates i'm talking about like two like dates where you like you know you're like hey let's meet whatever and mm -hmm. then you go on a date Two, one of them was an accident, actually. How do you accidentally go on? I mean, I've accidentally parked in the wrong spot, but I've never <laughs> accidentally gone on a date. Well, 
long story short, I would say it was a miscommunication. I thought we were going to go to the gym because I think that's a good first date. That's interesting. Well, I, I mean, I met him at the gym yeah. and then he was like, oh, oh, let's work out. Da -da. So I thought we were going to the gym. So he actually pulls up on me in like a, a, a nice outfit and I was in a gym clothes. I was in gym clothes. So I'm I go into his car and I'm like, oh, he's like, where are we going? McDonald's? And I was like, the gym? And he's like, no, we're going to dinner. I thought we're, we like talked about that. I was like, what? So I literally was forced on this date kind of like, not forced, but you know, I could have like said no, but I felt weird because I was like, I was ready to go to the gym, not dinner. How did y'all mix those lines? I don't know. Miscommunication. Like bench press and then entree kind of feels, you know. Yeah. Right. So it was like, that was a date I've been on and that was one of the dates. And then the other one was bad too. So I don't really date. Um, also, I feel like it's awkward. It is. It's so. It's a great point. It's forced. It's a great point. I want to meet somebody like my two boyfriends that I had ever. I'm Tani Majiqua, your podcasting ally. Have you ever felt that podcasting is a logistical nightmare? It's not all the glamour and deep conversations. You're nodding, aren't you? Coordinating with guests, handling the technical stuff, editing for hours on end. And when you've done all that, there's that daunting task of getting your podcast across multiple platforms. Overwhelming, isn't it? But hold on. What if there's a way to make podcasting painless? Introducing Podcasters On Demand. It's like having a dedicated remote podcast producer at your fingertips, ready to handle all your needs. Wherever you are, wherever your guest is, we've got you covered. We'll take care of all your audio and video editing. You get to focus on what you do best, creating engaging content. And when you're ready, we'll send over your podcast to over 20 audio platforms, and we'll even help you out with YouTube. But wait, there's more. We optimize your YouTube podcast episode title and description for maximum viewership. We even do thumbnails. Your audience will find you effortlessly. So are you ready to turn podcasting into a breeze? It's time to get your producer on demand and start your painless journey. We didn't go on a date. Like we had met and it was kind of like a you kind of ongoing cultivated friendship, like relationship. hanging out thing. Like, but they didn't really like spend money on me, I would say, like in the beginning. You know what I mean? And yeah. I don't really feel the need for that. You know what? I was, t I was talking to a friend who actually wasn't on a podcast, but I was like, when you go out on a quote unquote date, I feel like there's a lot of pressure there. And so people much. put like their best foot forward mm -hmm. and it's not the real person. It's they not real. Are. So fake. It's almost like, oh my gosh, like passing And then the you're thinking of the next question like, and you had to ask, you're like, so what's your favorite color? Um, where, it's like you don't care you? about that. No one cares. Like, and it's so, <laughs> so forced. It's where's that even going to go? Like, so round two, like second day, so you got to spend another $200 oh, and then it. another. I'm definitely going to clip this, by the way. Just, I'm going to say it too. I'm going <laughs> to clip this multiple times. This is going to be awesome. Also, I feel like, I, okay, as as a woman, okay, I don't know why, but I feel like it's so awkward for me, and maybe it's just me. It's probably just me. I I think I just have a problem also with people paying for me for things. But when I go to dinner, if I go to dinner with like a guy or something, well, the dates I had, yeah, I felt like it was so awkward, like like for the check part, <laughs> so awkward. <laughs> I'm like, so do I like say, hey, do we split it? Like, I don't know. The proper way to, you know what? Like, that is, do I just let him do it? You know what I mean? Or do I say, hey. I couldn't even tell you because like, what do you I've, do? I've been on the other end too. And my thing is, if I can't pay for it, I'm just not going to go out because yes, I hate that awkward moment. you have to assume moment. that you're going to pay, right? Because that's then, how. On my end though, I also don't want to put like a negative connotation on her because I've had one of those dates where the check would come. You just see her put one of these. 
And that's like, so awkward. Yeah, I do all that. It's cool. So it's like, there's a balance there too. I'm like, oh, I, go to I wasn't going to ask. The bathroom. Ooh. <laughs> the bathroom. Shh, my car keys. I'm like, oh. The bathroom one is the best. Like if she walks away to the bathroom. I'm like, I don't need the check yet. We're going to get dessert. Bring it back later. No, but when the I guy walks the away to go to the bathroom. Even more. <laughs> that one's better. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. I have though. I forgot my, my wallet. I've had my credit card declined before. Really? On a date. Oh, oh no, what happened? What happened? Brutal. What happened? This was like a long, long time ago. Did she have but, to pay for it? Um, no, a friend <laughs> actually hooked me up. He sent money to my account. I got a big I got my rent taken out, actually. But you didn't know. Yeah, it wasn't supposed to be taken out there. I did some dumb thing where I paid for the following month or whatever it was. It took all the money out of my account. So I paid double the rent, essentially. I swiped and he kind of gave me the look like, thank God, because that waiter was awesome. Cause that would have- So he was like me. hiding it for you. Yeah, he was like, <gasps> and I was like- Oh, like, you're like, one sec, hold on. Then and I went you're to like the making bathroom, calls. I was like, I was the guy was beating the like so fast. <laughs> I was so, I think I'd rather do the dishes I'm than ask her you. to pay for it. Cause it was so cringy. I was just like, yeah. Did they uh, actually do oh, that? You could do the dishes? I don't know, but I was willing to find out. <laughs> I was willing to jump back there. And You're like, out. hey, um, I'm going to call you an Uber real quick. Um, I have extra work. I have a meeting right now. <laughs> You're going to have to go first. Just You're just going to have to Uber. I'm, I have a meeting oh, in the back of this restaurant. Yes. <laughs> in the back. In the back of the restaurant. I will say, though, since that day, I've always carried cash on a date. Just just, just, just in case. In case. Yeah, How much do you carry? I carry 400 Oh, I thought you said $20 date. Oh no, I just, just in case, like she could steal, I mean, there's, I have a lot of crazy stories, which y'all not going to hear about, but, um, I've had some pretty wild stories where, mm. um, I've had my card stolen before I've had, I've had a lot of crazy, there's a lot of crazy people in South Florida. So. I've been living here my whole life. I, I totally agree. Yeah. Florida man. So it's a thing. Florida man. Florida man. And Church. woman too, apparently. Woman. I guess pretty wild. <laughs> <laughs> the, the women are worse these days. No, I'm kidding. Are uh, they up there? Uh, all right. Cultural stigma, right? What culture. You, cult, oh, I'll call it cultural. Oof. Culture. But that is a thing. A, a cultural, cultural stigma. stigma. Yeah. I think that's why. Okay. Yeah. That's like culture the real stigma. term. Is that a realtor's name? No. Is that a real term? I said thing? it's a real term. Oh, I think you said a real like term. Like a thing. cultural like, stigma, but we call yeah. it culture stigma. Okay. So with culture stigma. Yes. What questions are you asking people when you approach them? Um, so we do a lot of different um, questions. I guess it depends where we are, but if, if it's just a normal day um, filming, mm -hmm. I would say what's, so if I'm talking to a man, I would say like, what's one thing you wish women understood about men? Okay. So kind of like relationship kind um, of relationship questions. or so like recently we did a we've been we, we have a new series called this is your sign and we hold a sign and we basically say this is your sign to get out of a toxic relationship or this is your sign to <laughs> stop holding awesome. yourself back yeah we did the toxic relationship so then we basically interview people on like their different toxic relationships or maybe why they're holding themselves back in life like we like a motivational thing more so that is awesome yeah. And who would you say like you're, uh, you're nodding your head. I'm curious. What are you thinking? You could jump nodding in. Nodding you your head. In. Why? <laughs> Why are you nodding your head? Me? This is a, she actually does interviews for <laughs> Culture Stigma. Oh. That's why I'm nodding my oh, head. Oh, is that why you wanted me to say something? <laughs> what? Oh, no, so she I, just wanted to be a part of this. No, hundred percent. No, she just wanted to get a little tension. As wow. you should. As you Buddha-licious. Are you on the actually has, shade at me? You I actually have we were... the coolest watch I have ever seen in my life. It's not a watch. It's a ring. No, got like, look at that. Look at that. Hold on. Look at that. 
<laughs> it's time to go. I'm kidding. <laughs> I love that. That is the coolest um, rig. But um, okay, so let me ask you this then. What is the most interesting, not only question you've asked, but response that you've gotten on uh, Culture Stigma? Honestly, I think it just really depends on who I've interviewed. Because I've interviewed uh, famous people to just normal people. All right, well then, okay, then which, where was the best place you think? Oh, for me, it yeah. is, uh, there was a girl. <laughs> you're going to remember this one. Uh -oh. There was a girl walking down the street. She had her best friend and her boyfriend with her. I just didn't okay. understand why the boyfriend was sitting in the back seat, but the male best friend was in the front. Oh, what did you I don't remember ask? this. It's the first one we ever did. That's when we caught her cheating on her man with the best friend. Oh, I remember that one. Oh, so we did a relationship. Um, you know, you know those videos where you check their phones, like they swap phones? That's yeah. a terrible idea. I mean, but I hear <laughs> I you. Didn't, I didn't expect for that to happen. We didn't think we didn't think this was gonna happen at and all. We, yeah, she was cheating literally she was like no I'm well not she wouldn't give phone. her phone and no. which kind of means she's like no i'm not gonna switch my phone no he can't go through my phone and the best friend on the side is yeah i'm not a part of this i don't know what's going on i don't know what's going on he and should I'm have like, been a part of this sure? i would have not like... knowing what's going on and like... he was like we've been together she was like we've been together for four years four yeah she's like he no. doesn't need to go through my phone so bad honestly yeah. how i see it is if you're in a relationship and you guys are like intimate like sexually i don't know if i could say things like that on here no no 100%. but like if you're you know you in the private parts why is the phone private oh 100 the phone <laughs> and the phone is more private than the private parts and from my mm. from my understanding for now is uh because mutual friends of a mutual friends palm beach is very small she's actually dating the friend now and her and him are not together they're not together anymore nope how do you know this? Uh, tea. Because awesome. the guy actually gets his haircut from the same barber as me. <laughs> and the barber was telling, he's like, yo, remember that one video? And I'm like, yeah, what happened? He's like, da 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 And I'm like, shit gets around no around here. No way. This might be the greatest story ever told. Yeah, I, it, it was my first interview I've ever did in my life. So I don't even know what I was doing. I was in a white dingy t-shirt, some jeans. I yeah, literally, she literally walked outside and I was like, do you want to do interviews Yeah, literally, first? I was at that's the tattoo awesome. shop because that's what I do for a living. And yeah. I'm sitting there, she's like, yo, do you want to, she's like, you want to go? It was rainy outside. I was like, you know what? Let's do this. And literally, it was my first interview. And I was like. I actually met her because wild. I was. So I did a lot of foodie content as well. Okay. For like a minute. You know, it was like a little thing. I was like trying to do foodie content, which actually was doing well. But I decided to, when I was doing, when I started Culture Sigma, I kind of stopped it because it's too much to like handle so many things. Yeah. But I met her because I was doing foodie content and she was, her, the tattoo shop also had a taco shop. So when I went, she was like the managing it, yeah. doing marketing. I manage, I manage multiple businesses. That's what I do for a living. Yeah. So I do their marketing and their social media and all that stuff. I, I, I start their content, like yeah. their little influencer, I guess. That is impressive, and I actually feel bad because now I feel lazy. Like I'm not doing enough. Like you're I definitely doing, doing enough. No, look at look crazy. at this. No, you're doing amazing. No. I think for mm -mm. everything that I see here, I think you're doing like phenomenal. And you know, not a lot of people take their goal and actually go with it. That's why I'm actually really proud. He just of he was this. just fishing for that compliment. Don't ruin this moment. <laughs> Keep going. Let her but, cook. No, like, let her cook. <laughs> That's what I'm proud of Liv. Liv started from really nothing and people always find her like, oh my God, like she's so rich or like she's this girl that everybody's on. No, honestly, I hang out with Liv that I can tell you that Liv is one of the most humblest girls that I know. Like literally like men and women will come and talk to her and she's just so humble. Like there's nothing like people just, it's it's funny. They, they, they just think that she's like this like 
oh my god yes and and she's actually not like she will give money to a homeless person she will go out and have we had mcdonald's at what two o'clock in the morning last night (laughs) literally in the middle of the the ghetto like she's super humble like people find her just you know do you think it's just the fact that you're blonde maybe is maybe my hair's not even naturally blonde though i have black hair i think it's honestly what am i missing social media i guess the way i live the way i post the way rappers i feel rappers and music and the way it is they show that hey you know what you need a girl with a big booty you need a pretty girl you need this like why can't live just be beautiful why does she have to be beautiful and some girl that everybody sleeps with no or some girl that everybody wants to be no she's just let her just be a simple beautiful woman oh. why can't we just be simple like, so you mean kind of like putting people into categories yeah. essentially like, like for example, you look like this so you have to be this or yeah okay i see for what example, you're saying you're a very handsome man and you have a podcast and <sighs> some people are gonna be like oh my god he has a podcast and he's so rich oh and he's doing together. this he's sleeping around he's yeah he sleeps with everybody on his set so apparently we're gonna sleep together at this point you know like, oh no actually that there is perception because i know a photographer that shoots with a lot of women and the the photos are very like uh-huh. promiscuous yeah, yeah. so they like like a lot of people are like, oh, he sleeps with every single model. He literally doesn't sleep with any of the models. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so it's like it's perception yeah. because he, the way he posts as well is like he's with the model. He's shooting her. And then like he takes photos with the models. He's friends with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're like he's sleeping with them. But he's not. It's all social media. That's fascinating. The fact that these culture stigmas to tie it all yep. back mm-hmm. that just people have those. Random percent, and I caught myself doing it before. I forgot the one you called me out on, but it was one hundred percent accurate. I was the like, dating, oh, I yeah, You're like I only dated two people. I was like, what? But I was like, wait, why did I think that? You I'm actually I mean? celibate, very, which is awesome. And like people wouldn't think that, you know what I mean? Did not see that coming. No. See, I'm just, my, I'm in there too, you know. What I mean? But yeah, I think sometimes we just have. I mean, I don't want to say it's all subconscious but i think sometimes we have these kind of beliefs without even knowing where it came from yeah um like i like using the example when uh so i used to work in the service industry for like the longest time right as a bartender server best bartender ever um but at the time i remember i wanted to start my own business and just do something bigger yeah but it was hard because um it was kind of like the crabs in the barrel mentality where People see you trying to do something, so they kind of pull you down or kind of talk you out of it a little bit, right? Um, And what I realized is, um, I'm forgetting my original point. What was my original point? Jamal, perception, how we have these beliefs. Yeah. Like ingrained into us and you were in the service industry. I had a really deep point. What did we say before that? (laughs) The crabs in the barrel. What was before that? Everybody, everybody. Ah! Our funds, uh, it's the perspective of how you look at somebody. Because you started with, oh, you didn't really believe that she dated two people. Uh, and and you have these, be- uh, you have beliefs already. Yeah. I had a really deep point and I lost oh, it. Oh, your friends that were trying to bring you down from what you wanted to do to start a business. The people you're around were trying to like. You know what? Before the end of this podcast, I'm going to come not. back to that story. I'm not going to forget that. It was so deep too. I was like, I'm going to take it here and here. And it just went. <laughs> hey, that's what happens when you try to like do like this, this, that. And then you try to get to the, yeah. Uh, I was <laughs> cooking. All right. You'll get okay. to it. You'll remember. <laughs> okay. So now let's get back to you for a little bit while I try to get this point back. Um, where do you see your brand in the next three years? So I, I would say I would see it being a big media hub where we have a bunch of different podcasts underneath us different personalities yeah so that's kind of where we're going with it i like that um we also do daily news so we post news we post 
um, different series. So different creators doing different series on our platform. So you do the interviews, you do like a news series. What, what else um, are you thinking of putting under the um, Culture Stigma brand? Um, so yeah, like the This Is Your Sign series. Mm. Um, we do basically a bunch of different influencers or content creators doing different question series. Interesting. Um, like, like we did one that was like, we went on the street and we're like red pill or blue pill. Like, are you red like pill? The matri- like, it was like the matrix. The matrix. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, different podcasts. So we have one called Cure Society. That is, they're not you launched said cure yet. To cure to cure cure to society. Okay. Cure society. Cure cure society. Cure cure society. Just, cure society. Okay. Cool. I'm making sure I get it right this time. Cure yeah. Society. So it's called Cure Society, and it's basically we have different people on um, from like philanthropists, authors, like boxers, um, models, anybody, um, basically talking about mental health. Like we talk about their trauma, mental health. We also have like a trauma series, motivational stuff. We do like literally everything you can think of. Where does all the motivation come from all these different concepts that you have like under the umbrella? I don't know. I feel like I just, I never put myself in a box. You know what I mean? I'm, I feel like sometimes people will give that advice and say, Oh, like stick to one thing, like Mm. do one thing. I don't believe that. And also Kevin Hart doesn't believe that because (laughs) he's, he also like, Kevin Hart does a lot. He does a lot. Yeah. So I, for me, like, I don't like to put myself in a box. Like I think dip your toe and like everything that you can to figure out what you can do best and what you like best. Mm. That is a great point that you have there. And shout out to my mentor, um, David, actually. He said that you really want to pick something and go all the way in it. Yeah. And I'm like, that makes sense. But I like your advice because you want to find out what you want to do yeah. first. Once you do and 100% sure yeah. that's the direction. Excel in it. That's when I feel like it's like, yeah. all right. And you don't have to just do one thing because we have we have enough you have enough time and to do more than one thing. Plus, you can hire people. You know what I mean? 100%. So it's not like you can't do more than one thing. That is awesome. I, I like the, I'm seeing the vision now, like with yeah. everything that you're mapping out. So like, how crazy do you want to take this? Thing? Are we talking like MTV? Are I'm we talking, talking like, like, yeah, like I'm what talking are we talking like, about? I w- okay. So, you know, like no jumper, barstool sports, yeah. world star. So kind of like under that umbrella, but obviously it's, a, it's different, but under that type of umbrella. So it's like a media hub. I want headquarters, like you know, that. like I want it to be like a huge it's going to be huge. So a culture stigma, in a sense, would be like a barstool sports, like yes. a lot of different Obviously things Obviously not sports, it. but yeah. we'll have sports, you know? That's fascinating. Yeah. Ah, like a, like a, I don't know if they're considered a podcast network. Is that Like it's it? a media outlet. Media, media network, media I outlet. guess, would be like the best one. Yeah. And see, I would have never saw myself being like, I guess I'm a journalist. I don't know what I am. Yeah. <laughs> journalist? I don't know, but I guess... I never saw myself even doing this ever, literally ever. But it's weird what part because of it, like interviewing, or is it more so like the content creation aspect? Well, or I've like always what? been into content. I've always done content creating, but I didn't see myself being in like media, this type of media, like um, like interviewing news and stuff you feel like, like that. It was like too formal kind of thing, or um, I don't know. I guess I never even just thought of it. You know, it just yeah. never was even. It never crossed my mind. Yeah. It just happened. And I think those are like the best things that happen in life are the things that are so unexpected that kind of just like get thrown at you. And yeah. then you end up like loving it so much because it's something that I like am so passionate about. I'm curious how you're going to respond to this question, because on the last podcast interview, we had uh, shout out to Monica. 
um, she was like, yeah, so many people told me it's, you know, uh, kind of motivated her essentially like, yeah, you should try this. You'd be good at it. And she tried it. And I actually really thought deep to give, um, my perspective on it. I think I'm more motivated by pain than I am with pleasure. Mm. Meaning I'm more motivated when someone tells me I can't do something as opposed mm. to you can really do something like this. Yeah. I'm 10 times more motivated. I don't know if that's something crazy in me or something negative. No. What is your perspective on that? Mm. I want to get as much feedback on that because I need to be so. I guess it, it can go like both ways because I guess because you know how like, when, okay, when someone's going through a breakup, there's okay. like either you go up or you go down, you know? So like there's always like when you're in a uh, relationship and then you break up like one of them like is freaking like winning the lottery the next day. Oh no. <laughs> and then the other person is like depressed for months. Yeah. So I guess it really depends on the person you are. But for me, I would say it depends because like, okay, I'm motivated like working out. I'm motivated by the results. So that's mm. a positive. Yeah. But I guess when you're talking about if somebody's like saying you can't do this, like you suck. You're like, I need to prove them wrong. Yeah. So you have that motivation, that drive to prove that wrong. So yeah, I can agree with that. That's for sure. You know, I, th I think I agree with you. I just don't think I have this, the first part as opposed to like, I remember in high school, um, people were like, yo, you could really, you know, get your shoulders bigger. You'd be better yeah. at football. I didn't care. I was like, whatever. But I remember one guy was like, yeah, dude, you're fat. I don't like your shoulders. <laughs> I was like, word? Like, I hit the gym so hard, so motivated. So it was almost wow. like that negativity pushed mm. me more than that positive, like, yo, this will help you with what you're trying to do. Yeah, I it's think criticism can for sure, like, motivate people. Yeah. yeah. Constructive good. criticism. Uh, is it constructive? <laughs> no, it's not. You know, when someone starts off, with, to be honest, can I tell you the truth? I never want to hear what's after. I, I just, I don't yeah. care enough. I personally, it sounds weird. I like to be lied to. At times, right? To protect really? my ego, I give my friends permission. I think a lot of men me. say that. They say, I like to be lied to. Uh, really? Yeah, kind of. Dude, someone's actually told you they like to be like, lied okay, to? Like, okay, like when they're like, okay, when like when I go out and say, oh, like, uh, do you care about a girl's body count, right? Let's say, for example, okay. a guy would be like, I'd rather a girl lie to me than tell me, like, if it's high. That's fair. Uh, do I want to be? Mm. Uh, see, now you got me questioning my entire <laughs> like, life. Uh, I definitely agree. I don't think I'd want to know. Does that count as a lie? That kind of. No. Isn't it a lie if you're not saying, if you're saying nothing, it's still a lie. No. no. So if you're cheating and not talking about it. Oh, no, you're still cheating. You're just not talking about yeah. it. That's two different So you're things. not lying? No, you're cheating. You're not but lying. You're isn't cheating. that lying if you're not saying that no. you're cheating? No, you're just cheating. You're not lying. <laughs> I feel like you're adding like an extra sentence to that sentence already. You're like that judge trying to give extra time. Like you're cheating, but cheating is not lying though. Oof. Now if you cheat and you're asked about it and you lie, like you oh, don't tell okay. the truth, that's lying. But if you're cheating, so. it doesn't make me a liar. I just cheated. I'm, it makes me a cheater, if that makes sense. That's true. Okay. I get that. Yeah. So, um, oh, you wanted to say something. Go for it. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm just, yeah. I'm, in, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly in shock for what like, wow. I, I actually don't agree. I don't agree. Don't wait, agree with wait, what? With I don't agree with you. With yes, me. Yes. Yes. I don't. No, talk. So yes, you think if go, you cheat, go. So you guys think that if you, you're doing something wrong and you're not saying it, you're not a liar. Okay. Correct. Hold on. Hold so if you're hiding something from somebody, well, cause honestly, I, I guess I would consider a lie because like in my past relationships, if I, like, let's say he didn't want me to do something or go somewhere mm -hmm. and I, I didn't say anything about it. Like, let's say you're in a relationship and they don't like you to go out. Right. Okay. But you go out with your friends one night. Okay. 
um, and he doesn't know. And then he finds out and he's like, you lied. You didn't tell me you lied. Is that not considered lying? I don't think so. But no. So what is it, just hiding it? Like, that's lying. No, no. But, but this is my thing. Well, she shouldn't be doing it anyways. So, so there, there shouldn't be no way. So if you, at the end of the day, if you're in a relationship with somebody and you really love them and he's going to tell you what you can and cannot do, why are you in that relationship? We're supposed to be adults and, and, and I'm sorry, adults and mature at this point. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, hey, guess what? You can't do this, 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 and this, and this because I'd be damned, excuse my language, no, no, I'd no, be no, upset no. if you were to tell me what I can and cannot do. Now, but that's not me, what we're talking about. We're talking about if it's a lie or not. Yeah, but, but that's what you said. You said about her going on and not telling him. She shouldn't be doing it anyways. But is that considered a lie? Is it a considered a lie that if she doesn't tell him? No, I don't think it's considered like she just didn't tell him. You had to think about that. No, mm-hmm. I don't think so. The same way that, okay, so like you said, okay, so if I'm out Guys, comment. If I'm, if, if I'm outside, I'm going outside, or I cheat on somebody, I'm, if, I, if you ask me, hey, did you cheat on me? Yes, I cheated on you. Now, if you don't ask me, I didn't lie because you didn't ask me. So guess what? It's you not guys have lying. a toxic mindset. That is so it is not toxic. That is no, it's toxic. It is not toxic. It is because it's reality. Honestly, okay, it is well, reality. All my exes think I'm a liar <laughs> because I didn't tell them certain things. And we, obviously I've grown. Wait, I'm did mature. you have a prior agreement that you would tell them those things? Because that's different. Like yes, if I said, I will different. always tell you blah, blah, blah. And then I do something and don't no. tell them that's a lie. Now, if I do something and just don't share the information, that's different. So there's a, there's a bit of a distinction. Of course, there but then the their insecurity shouldn't be portrayed on you. So then you, you know, you shouldn't be like that then. Because if you want to sit here and like, oh my God, like, hey, they, um, I got to So then what is that called? Communication. You either going to communicate. But you're hiding gonna, it on purpose. I'm not hiding it on purpose. I'm just not telling you. Me hiding, it on, hiding, it, me on hiding it on purpose is me being malicious. You know what? I'm not okay. going to tell them I'm going out today. Urgh. No, I'm just not telling you because I don't feel like it. I just don't feel like telling you. For That's example. It. That's a bad relationship. Okay. So guys, girl, don't take her advice. I'm dating goes, <laughs> how do I look in this shirt? But the thing is, I, I don't think do she it. looks the best. I avoid the question and talk about something else. Did I lie? No. But you, avo- but you avoided the question. Correct. Yeah. I didn't want to hurt her feelings. To ask you again. I didn't hurt her feelings. I found a way. I was like, oh, we just scored. Touchdown. Woo. You should be, be like, right you know what? I think you could do better. Yeah, but what if I know she won't take that feedback well? Correct. Find a way, learn the woman, find a way where she will take, the way for you to say it for her to take it well. So I'm sacrificing the football game because I had to tell her how I felt. It doesn't sound like a safe idea. It doesn't. But that's also lack of communication. I think that's why relationships aren't lasting these days. Because Mm. people aren't open, aren't honest. They're lying or hiding things. Do you think people are more or less honest today as opposed to 10 years ago? I feel they're more honest now. That's a hard one. Um, I guess... It's really hard. I don't know. Tough one, I know. I had to think about it too. I think people are more honest, way more honest actually. Today. No. Yeah. Because there's more options. What do you mean by options? There's more, people are more disposable in society. Wow. What do you you mean can go dis- on Tinder, Hinge, yada, yada. Mm. You can go on social media. Instagram is basically a dating app. You can go DM a hundred girls and get one at least or a hundred guys. You know, so yeah. I, I, no matter who you are, no matter if you're a three, a, a five, a 10, you got money, you got no money, you can find somebody. But yes, like but because I also of social media. think it's harder to do what you used to do back in the day. I think people were um, 
a lot more secretive and could get away with it. So they were being secretive without like social media, without people's video cameras on yes. literally every single person for sure. around you. For sure. So I think now people are more open just because yeah, they know you have to hey, be. You can get caught. It is what it is right now. Yeah. So I'm gonna show you what I'm having for dinner because you probably already know anyway. You probably already could find out. Exactly. Go so. on Wikipedia. Yeah, stalkering. That's a little scary though. Ah. Someone someone could tell you what your every move is. That's that's crazy. I think that's there's there's no privacy anymore. Yeah, there's everybody's honest with each other, but there's no privacy. Like, I just want to stay home and watch a movie. Why do I have to tell everybody what I'm doing? You don't. And back to this That's phone thing. That's your choice, girl. This phone thing. Is that That's really a your thing? choice. You both said you like the phone thing, right? If you're dating someone. Yeah. Oh, such a bad no, idea. But I think, but okay, that, let me tell you a story. I think that's in general, though, because honestly, I could be like, here, you can go through my phone. Why? Because it's a it's a trust thing. I don't want to look through her phone. Okay, either. let me tell I'm you. Good. Yeah, but, it, but that's let your me decision. tell you. Yes. So, for example, my friend definitely won't care. I don't think if I say this story, <laughs> but so let me tell you, I have a, I had a friend. I have a friend. Love her, um, and basically, I met her and her boyfriend. Okay. I was staying with them, and you know, I saw their relationship because I was staying with them for like three weeks because yeah. I visited Hawaii and I was staying with them Okay. and I saw how the relationship was and she, she like didn't have anyone meet him really yet except me. Like that was like the first oh, person see. like seeing the relationship. Okay. So I was seeing it and I, he was really cool and awesome and I was grateful that I stayed there and whatnot. But you know, I saw how their relationship was. I saw the way he was and I saw some red flags with things he said, things he did. Can you give one red flag? Like, gave it away. Like, what did you read? Because so, you seem like intuitive. What, yeah, I am. What did you pick um, up on? So, I mean, honestly, it was very, like, obvious red flags. It wasn't, like, little things. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. Like, just even me, I was staying there and, like, he would be like, oh, my two wives are here. Gotcha. Like, okay. you know. I got you. Yep. And to me, like, I got, like, if my man said that, I'm breaking up with him. Like, you know, it's like, if my friend is staying with us and you're treating her like, that's weird, right? Yeah, it's my friend too. So it's not even like, yeah, it's weird. So basically I was like, hey, have you ever like looked through his phone? And she's like, no, oh, I would never. <laughs> okay. She was like, I would never look through his phone. And I'm like, why? She's like, I don't know. I was like, you know, his password, she would be on his phone for like, you know, photos or whatever, but never like checked anything. I'm like, maybe you need to like, Check. <laughs> and listen, I was like, honestly, because listen, oh, no. it's either you stay, you can either stay oblivious, right? Yeah. And and just keep wasting your time and wait till you find out somehow if they're cheating or you can just check their phone. Like, I don't see why it's such a big deal. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so we went through his phone together and he was actually in the room and he was asleep. <laughs> Yeah, but, um, tag teamed his phone. We tag teamed because <laughs> she never done that before. Like yeah. she's never done that. And I was like, let me show you. Like you knew what apps to go to and everything. I knew what to do. <laughs> go to their TikTok likes. <laughs> oh, no. Go to their TikTok likes. Double. Trust me. Wow. Um, that's why my my every guy that's I've funny. been with knew. Anyway, so <laughs> I was like, all right. So we we found a lot of things just. You know, because he imagine like you're with a girl and you know they're never gonna check your phone. Like yeah. you kind of feel more freedom. You feel like I can like DM girls fire emojis and say that they're hot and and da da da. da. I mean, obviously, I think a real good man wouldn't do that. But like sometimes them having that like more freedom to do yeah. like on their phone, like they're not 
they're not they know you're not looking so they might do more things like stupid let me stupid ask you things. this though okay so taking that last part that you said right do you feel like when someone feels more restricted for example like they have more access like they know you have access to their phone do you feel like they're more or less willing to be that quote-unquote good man or good person so wait when they feel like restricted okay yeah. um well i wouldn't say like obviously like don't check the phone every single day and you're like let me yeah. check at 5 p.m it's not like that i think if you have a feeling mm. you know where i'm not saying to go check their phone once a week or whatever no <laughs> i'm saying obviously give your partner freedom but at the end of the day like don't be oblivious if you feel like your partner is doing something or giving you certain signs or saying certain things that is yeah. throwing you off like check their phone and there you go you're not going to waste your time anymore you check you find something that is giving you clarity on what you were thinking the only reason i don't agree mm. is just because i feel like it takes well I, all right two reasons the first one is i feel like it takes away from trust right okay i feel like if you're willing to go through someone's phone then you probably shouldn't be with that person because at the end of the day your intuition is screaming something right mm -hmm. let's say get out get out get out so i don't even think you need that confirmation at that point if you're already screaming inside you know what i mean but I think you also shouldn't trust anyone 100%. Ooh, I don't think you should because the only person you can really trust is yourself. And if you're putting 100% trust into someone, you're going to be heartbroken. A million percent. So I think, of course, trust your partner. And I'm not saying, oh, don't trust. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But if you have a feeling, like you never really know somebody. You never... Everyone you know in your life, you never really know True. somebody because you're not in their head. You're not in their day to day. Mm -hmm. Like, so you never really know somebody and you can't 100% trust. Like, maybe 97. Like, I agree with you there, but I also feel like most of us don't 100% know ourselves either. Like, how many times have you said, I'm going to the gym at 6 a.m.? Mm -hmm. Didn't go to the gym at 6 a.m. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're a liar now. You know what you're I mean? Like, <laughs> technically you're not even trusting yourself i lied yeah you so lied to yourself 100 percent. so i feel like we give ourselves well number one too much credit like we lie to ourselves all the time yes I'm gonna stick to this diet i'm gonna do this and like a million don't take examples. our own word for ourselves oh 100 percent. but the second reason why i don't like the phone thing and i'm i hear your reasons my biggest thing though is that every time i've seen people look for something they find it not meaning that the guy or the girl's cheating right but in your head, if you're thinking, Nancy was really nice to him the other day. Okay. And then you see a message, for example, out Thank of context, you. like, man, that pie was really good. You read that message in that mindset. What are you going to be thinking? Well, I would say if the girl is crazy, yeah. I mean, yeah, of course, <laughs> don't be with that. But I would, I would, uh, I mean, I guess I can understand that because I guess I have been through that situation where my ex-boyfriend looked through my phone and saw just me, you know, networking or being like, you know, just nice yeah. and it was cheating. So I guess I, but then again, he's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> that like me true. saying, thank you so much. Or actually I can give you an example of an exact one. Okay. Um, this guy that I knew who I was like, I knew of or whatever, like we've never been nothing. I was not even attracted to this guy. He was like, he posted a photo like of a new car he got. And I was like, brand new whip just hopped in like the Jack Harlow yeah. song. I said that I swiped up. So brand new whip just hopped in. And then he was like, ha, da, da, da. like nothing crazy. And then my ex-boyfriend was like, that's cheating that you like, even like, hit like hit him back you think your ex-boyfriend just finished the rest of the song you got options past that maybe like, he's like, oh <laughs> just joshing <laughs> i did it again okay <laughs> yeah so like he thought that was cheating um so 
I don't know. I would say, like, I guess it depends on the person you're dealing with, but I think it's healthy to, if you really feel something, to go through their phone. I'm afraid to date now. I don't know if I want to date for a long time. Oh, yeah, me either. I mean, not that y'all have talked me out of it or, or, or anything like that. <laughs> but don't feel bad. But, uh, but again, you got to keep in mind, like, no offense, like, we're not for the week. I'm very, I'm very attractive. Listen, I know I'm attractive and I know I'm not for the week. So if I date a girl or whatever I choose to date, the, you got to understand that, like, I might... People think that I'm dating Liv and me and Liv have... No one thinks that. No. People have told me, oh my God, is that your... No, it's not. They don't tell you... People think anyone I stand next to I'm dating. But this is a thing. Liv is... Culture stigma. Liv is straighter than straight and me and Liv have a great... Honestly, that's my little sister. We have a great friendship. Like I... We go out and I think that like I want to take care of her. We do anything. But at the end of the day, because I hang out with her or because I do interviews with her or because I do this, oh my God, you're doing this with her and like... One day I, I text her like I was um, talking to somebody and I text her. I was like, oh, good morning, love. Or, oh, what you do? I said All something. Right, well. I said something like that. And literally it was like, oh, you're you're hooking up. No, I'm not. Wait, wait. How did it, they see the message? Because it actually popped up on my Alexa. No. Because Alexa read it back to me because she <laughs> wrote morning, back. Good morning, love. Oh, no. Yeah, she wrote back. Okay, if my man said good morning, love to someone, we're done. I'm sorry. Yeah, but she wrote. We're done. She wrote it was back my mom. <laughs> okay, maybe your mom, but that's it. She she wrote back to me, and I don't even remember what I texted her. Because <laughs> Why you texted your mom good morning, love? <laughs> Yo, like, I just don't, I don't know. And then it, I was like, Alexa, and then Alexa said it back. And then she was like, love. You love her? Like, who's love? And I'm like, <laughs> I was telling her, good morning, love. Like, it doesn't mean. Plus, I work in a field that when I see clients, hey, how are you doing, hun? Good morning, sweet. How are you, love? It doesn't Babe. mean. Mm-hmm. Yes, it doesn't mean that. But because 100%. I'm such a masculine lesbian, I just <laughs> want to be with everybody. But that's not true. So I know I'm not for the week. And you, you're gorgeous. She's, you're definitely not. She's for the reading week. the message essentially out of context. She yes, doesn't have completely. the same context that okay, you have. Yeah. It, it just so doesn't. That's why I'm like, okay, I guess I can see that. I mean, honestly. But you're not for the week. Do you not this, see you? This um, older man gave me this advice. He was like 50 or something. But he told me, because I was like, why didn't you check her phone or whatever? And he was like, because he was in a relationship, he got cheated on. I was like, how'd you find out? And basically he said it like popped up like on a, on her computer screen or something. And he just like had, like he wasn't even checking. Like he just like walked by it or something. And he found out that she was like hooking up with someone for months, like while they were together. And he had told me, cause I was like, why didn't you check? He's like, well, honestly, if somebody is che- cheating on you or something, the truth always comes out. And no matter what you're gonna find out eventually, the universe, God is going to bring it to the table eventually. Like you're gonna find out. But for me, I'd rather quick the process. <laughs> <laughs> I rather listen. I'm not wasting another three years. Three years though, it's like then you're gonna waste three years until like the universe gives you that sign and boom. She said, "I'm trying to take the express lane." I'm trying to take the express. <laughs> Guys, if you wanna not waste your time in relationships, check their phone. Social media is too involved in relationships these days. It is really tough. I'm actually thinking about it now. I think it would be really difficult to effectively cheat in today's age. And if you don't find it in their wait, wait, you mean it'd be hard to like get away with it yeah nah. i'm actually thinking nah, about it no, no it is probably hard to get away with no there's women out hard. here that don't even care you're with a girl and they'll still date you and you'll never get caught up oh well if she's if oh yeah open relationship, that's yeah different. but if she said you have to stay away from this person or whatever it is it's so tough because everyone sending locations with tanny Woo, tanny we're outside I'm like no we're not no and we're also not. you might be in the back of someone else's video like oh, in the club <laughs> that's oh, probably so the worst bad. way to get when caught last time you dated Oh, it's been a minute now. Um, the next relationship you get into, don't even check their text messages. Check their cash app. 
I will not cash up. Mm-mm, cash wait, now. I'm curious why. Why yeah, am I checking their cash up? That was sense. that was very specific. Listen, so I'm I'm not toxic. <laughs> it sounded a little toxic. She's toxic. I'm not toxic. toxic. Honestly, toxic gets a little bit of toxicity, of but like not, not too much. I'm not, but I'm You're just, both going to have to listen, explain I've that one, but go on. for it. <laughs> I have been cheated on. I've given people the world and been cheated on. And I realized I couldn't figure out why they cheated on me. And I'm like, how they do this? How they get away with this? So you know what a friend told me? My friend said, hey, check their cash app. I'm like, why am I going to check their cash app for? I checked their cash app. What happens is they're not going to send you money through Zelle because they don't want your name to pop up on their Zelle. But they send it through your cash app because who's gonna really check your cash app? But why? Wait, are you talking about this is for women or men? For men or women. So if I check the man's cash app, what am I gonna find? Yeah, well, let's say he's talking to another girl. He's gonna send her lunch money. He's gonna he's gonna be like, oh, here, go get coffee, go do this. I hope you have a good morning, hon. Here's some coffee, and then you're like. Why does this say coffee wires are twenty dollars? You don't say. I don't think a guy coffee. that's cheating is gonna be paying another girl money for lunch. I think he's just hooking up. You have me looking through my cash app right now. Like, what nah, do, do I spend <laughs> money on? Cash I'm, up, I'm sure. I'm sure. No, my cash that's app looking real bad. I'm kidding. I'm like, like no, I literally still fact, negative. I just cash shopped my godmother the other day. I think fifteen bucks, and I was like, hey, I was because I just missed her. I was like, hey, go get coffee on me today. Literally, if you look at it, it says coffee on me. So it's like, if someone wants to go through my cash app, they'll be like, mm. who are you buying coffee for? Mm. Or like my sister, me and my sister will send cash app. And I like, I love my little sister. We'll have like little hearts and stuff. And literally, if you don't know what my, kisher, my sister's cash app is, which is really weird. Well, if you're in a relationship, you could be like, that's my sister. That's my grandma. I like, shouldn't have to explain it to you regardless. This is true. You should be trusting me already. But if you're looking through my phone and even if you don't find anything, you're still going to leave me. You're still going to think I'm cheating on you. Why? Because... You already have the assumption I'm doing it. I feel like Liv's going to be driving home like, I'm never going to check a phone again after this. It's like, I'm done. I am done. I'm changing I'm my done. ways. But, yeah. I'm not even like big on checking phones. It's just, I'm saying if you. I was not convinced. I'm saying if you like have the intuition. If you have the intuition, trust yourself, trust your gut and don't be oblivious and don't waste three years. That's fair. It's very specific. I've seen girls. I mean, not. I, it didn't happen to me. I mean, no, it didn't. Uh, it's long, giving. It's giving. Did it happen to me? <laughs> did, did it? <laughs> did it? But um, yeah, don't waste three years. <laughs> Jeez. So eventually, when I do date many moons from now, what should I look for many. as far as green flags? I'm gonna flip it. Instead of looking for red flags, what should I look for uh, to say, okay, this could be this could be something? What do you think are some good green flags to look for? Um, I would say a girl that is okay with her, the first day being normal. Number one green flag. I like it. Um, I would say a girl that has good, um, good relationship with her family. That's interesting. Okay. That reads books. I mean, I mean, I, sure. If she reads <laughs> books, that's great. You read a girl that, uh, has her own like like things going on someone with goals like i feel like a girl that isn't doing anything like pa- like with her passion or something she's she's kind of lost like looking for someone to give her direction yes. as opposed to having and some men like that but i mean i guess it depends on the man that the the type of girl that you want and the man that you are cuz some guys want a girl that has that just is going to dedicate her whole life to him Seems like a lot. Right? Yeah, I'm goof. Some guys, like, literally just want that girl to be like, hey, like, my life is yours. Live my life. And some girls want that because they don't know what they're doing with their life. So they rather live the man's life. 
That's super honest. And I don't feel like a lot of people actually talk about that. Yeah. But uh, no, I've, I've actually seen it as you're saying it. Some mm-hmm. people literally, uh, not even like talking like house moms or anything like that, but they'll literally just, they're there just to make his life a little easier. Yeah. Essentially. Which, hey, if that's what y'all Guess like, that's what? what y'all like. But that's, I feel like I'd run out of assignments to give. Like, Yeah, but also I feel like as a woman, uh, you shouldn't be doing that because then you're giving, not saying all the power to him. I mean, kind of, right? Because now your life is his. So imagine he cheats on you. Imagine he screws you over, right? You can't 100% trust every, anybody. So if you're, you're 100% trusting this guy because your life is now his, then he screws you over. And then what do you do? You have, you're back to ground zero. That's rough. And that's what happens to a lot of women. They dedicate their lives to a man. They get cheated on. They're not okay with that. Yeah. So it's either you have to be okay with it or you're not okay with it. A lot of them aren't okay with it, right? People are jealous and envious. And I feel like it's that. harder for guys or girls today in 2023. I would say right now, both. Because I think there's... I think right now there's a huge, with YouTube podcasts, yeah, with podcasts, <laughs> with YouTube podcasts, social media, the clips, the, the clips are new. Like yeah. that, that was not like really popping a couple years ago, yeah, like as much as recent. now, like yeah. now it's like popping. Right. So I would say like with all that happening, um, it's kind of giving false ideas to people. Mm. Right. Because people are just trying to make viral content. Right. Yeah. So it's like, you know, they're putting out the toxic masculinity concept, right? Yeah. So it's like, oh, you need three wives. Like you can date five people or, oh, this, that, like people are disposable. Oh, women, you need to like not work anymore. Oh, rely on a man. Oh, this, oh, that, all that happening. So I think like it's hard for both because I think a lot of men, one, don't want to invest in a woman anymore because they see that women are, women are like rebelling, right? Yeah. So this is interesting. Women are rebelling yeah, and then men are rebelling. So we're just rebelling and we're supposed to be working together as man and woman. Like we're all humans. We're all here on this earth. Like we should be working together, but we're rebelling, which probably is what the government wants, <laughs> you know? So at the end of it, you just see the government in the background. The government. This is awesome. This is great. So, I mean, whatever, it's probably what the media wants. It's probably what is supposed to happen. But I mean, I feel like we're really against each other right now in the media. Yeah, that's what I love about podcasting personally, just because I feel like you can actually have a conversation and realize that most of life is actually lived in the gray as opposed to extreme, the black or the white, you know what I mean? It's all in the gray. There's a lot of nuance there. Um, What I think is crazy though, is the fact that in major um, news outlets, it's always like the extreme, but what you get on the opposite end is people pull so hard on this side that it goes way over there. Way too much. And then it just keeps going back and forth. Yes. Um, Like that whole time frame where a bunch of um, directors from Hollywood just kept getting arrested back to back to back. Like the Me Too movement, I believe it was called. That was wild. Obviously, if it happened to you, I understand. But the way they were going after some of these actors without anything, just completely going after them, then that's when that would bring in like the new era of like an Andrew Tate. Yeah. Complete opposite. And, yeah. and now everyone is rah, rah, rah. And yes. then you have this. So it's just literally just extremes pulling at each other. Yeah. And you're like, guys, it's really like in the middle. Like, yeah. you just literally talk about it. You're like, oh, you know what? That actually made sense. I'm going to start checking phones now. That makes sense. <laughs> but, you know, when you have that dialogue, that's what yeah. I love about podcasting. Mm-hmm. But when you do it just for getting that polarizing, mm, gotcha moment, yeah. I feel like that gets us in And trouble. with the whole like Andrew Tate thing, um, I would say like, Obviously, a lot of things that those type of people are saying, like the 
the toxic masculinity of men or yeah. whatever. I don't know how, what to generalize, <laughs> what to say. Um, but those type of men, like I agree with a lot of what they're saying. I understand like, you know, men have it harder than women in certain aspects. I feel like you were just about to admit that men have it no, harder. No, okay. I think in certain aspects, right? Okay. Um, I think it's easy for... It's easy for women to get sex, right? It's easier for women because men are more, I would say, more likely to say yes to anyone, right? Definitely. So it's easier for a woman to have sex, especially an attractive woman or even a non-attractive woman. She could have sex easily. Definitely. Right? Mm -hmm. So it's easier in that pool, but then it's harder for a woman to, then she might fall for the guy and then it's harder for them to stay in the relationship because then the guy sure. is the one Mm -hmm. to, to stay stay in the relationship. But then a lot of time the guy will get the girl and then not want to stay in it anymore. How do you feel about that new concept that's been floating around recently? The fact that uh, I'm, I'm probably going to butcher the numbers, but it was like 80% of women go after like the 10% of oh, like yeah. the top of top of guys. Do you feel like there's any truth to that? I haven't really like dug into it, mm -hmm. um, but they're like, that's why a lot of women are like, they're so... Finding a good man is really hard. It's really hard. Yeah. And they'll see one right in front of them, but they're more attracted to the guy that's a part of the 10%, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I'm not sure because, I mean, I like, I meet a lot of people. You probably meet a lot of people, right? So I've seen a lot of, I've seen a lot of women that I can, are the representation that men think all women are, yeah. right? And I see that. I'm like, whoa, like, that's crazy. So I understand why a man would be like, I don't want to date. Like if they see just that type of woman, mm. but it depends where you are. Right. Yeah. Um, or like the, and we're in South Florida. So like, it's very different here compared to other places. So. so if you're, a lot of these men are basing the women like group off of like some select group of women yeah. that aren't all women. Right. True. So yeah, oh, wait, true. what was the question you asked? You asked, Oh, the 80% thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, I don't think that's true. Um, because that means all the women, but no, I would say a lot of the, the rich top 1% or whatever, like maybe the rappers or whatever are yeah. definitely having sex with a lot of the same women. Mm, right. That's interesting. Okay. Um, but I don't think that all the women are having sex with just the 80% yeah. or just the 10% or whatever. Well, it's interesting because I heard the concept for someone that, that kind of does the same similar uh, style content you do with, um, um, with the interviews like in person and they're kind of, I think it was on Facebook. They're kind of like rating people. Mm -hmm. And then they would give the rating. So they would pro the guy I've would approach that. like the girls like, um, what do you give, you know, what do what you, do you rate me? yourself? Yeah. Then what do you rate yourself? And then and the then other person the rates feedback. them. Everyone's rating themselves like a 10 and they're like exactly. a two. And you see those numbers and it's like, mm, it's a little skewed here. Yeah. Like really skewed. Like as far as like For women's sure. perspective, as opposed to what everyone else is seeing. Yes. And then they had that. I don't know if you ever took that um, online test thing where it's like you get to pick like the type of person that would be like your ideal mate or whatever oh, it was. Okay. Um, ah, it was big on that. Um, forgot that podcast in Miami. Um, yeah, but they essentially had the map and fresh and I, fit, fresh and fit. Yes. So they did it, this little calculator, men calculator. And oh, okay. Calculator. Yes. Yes. And it's like, Oh, we want six foot. We want this. Yeah. We want that. And then it's like, Oh, your ideal is 1%. I think a lot of women will say, Oh, I want six foot. I want this. I want, then they, then you, you hear them talking about how they dated the broke boy and the broke boy da, 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 and all this, like <laughs> a so lot true. of it's same with guys. They're like, I want a thick baddie with the da 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 and like white teeth and like a tan, but then they're dating the opposite of what they said. So mm. I think a lot so of people both ways. Yes, I think it goes both ways. I think a lot of people say, you know, their type or what they, their standards are, but yeah. they're not going to, they, they're going to get what they get. They're going to get what they get. Liv, you know, we're definitely going to have a part two on this, right? <laughs>
just so y'all know, we're going to put her on the hook for a part two on this. I do have three more questions, though, before we wrap up. But I want you to let people know everywhere they can find you and what you have going on coming up. Okay. Um, you can find me personally at Liv Margaret on all social media platforms except TikTok because they deleted my old one. But my new one is just Liv Margaret <laughs> with two E's, you know. Um, I feel like you're the only person I know that got deleted on TikTok. That's funny. Oh, rude. <laughs> um, and then Culture Stigma on all platforms, literally every single one, just Culture Stigma. And what do I have coming up? You know, what do I have coming up? <laughs> you know, my life's a mess. I'm kidding. <laughs> we have a lot of things coming up. We have a podcast, Cure Society coming out. We have okay. merch coming out. We have a lot coming out for you guys. So stay tuned. And yeah, just, you know. Live your best life. I like it. You have a tattoo shop, right? Uh, I, I manage multiple tattoo shops. Okay. You want to give a quick shout out? Yo, definitely. I'm definitely down. Oh, Don't let her shout out. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> so you guys can definitely follow me directly on Champagne Buddhas. Yes, Champagne Buddhas. Um, and then if you guys like want it. any tattoos, you can definitely follow us on Black Madonna Tattoos or Bad Juju. I like two D's it. and two U's. Our work is That's really too good. much work. I We're like, like the third rated tattoo artist in Florida. So I, I got to hype it up. I, I, I like it. I like Why are you guys not the first? You know, we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> but I have to hype it up. I have to. Uh, we have three locations. Uh, DM me and I'll definitely hook you guys up. I like that. I was like, she has nothing to say. And all of a sudden, okay, so where you can find me. I was like, oh, she came prepared. Okay, yes. I like this. Come I like that. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so. I love it. <laughs> oh, also, if you want to shop cosmetics, Margaret Cosmetics has the best, nice. and, and Halloween's coming up, the best contacts ever. Best she Halloween contacts them. you'll ever really? wear. I yeah. go out all the time and I have great eyes and people are like, oh my God, your eyes are so pretty. And I'm like, I know. I do a lot and of things. And they're actually contacts. I'm a jack of all trades. Yes. What don't you, do you do taxes too? Because I need a tax Honestly, person. Honestly, I thought about it. Like, I, I figure it out. Just like <laughs> Hey, I do. I got my confidence. You, I think she could do everything too. She's like, I, I remember you told me, she's like, I've been a... EMT. You were an EMT. I was in the whole. I was in the medical field before I came. You said you, you had a culinary license. Yeah, I. You said you do tattoos. I graduated with, two, with the whole year in culinary. I got my. She said she kids. does a uh, merch stuff. Yeah, I have my own print shops. So I print T-shirts, flyers, business cards, <laughs> stuff like that. This I, is jack crazy. Jack of all trades. You know what I've realized though? Um, if you don't go get it, who else is? Mm. And like you said earlier, pain drives you. All right, let me listen to this one. Oh, I gotta hear. Failure. Gave me motivation and the pain gave me strength. Just know that. Mm, that's a part. You should have like a button and he hits buttons like crazy. <laughs> but I'm, I'm definitely going to add it. Failure yeah. is a motivation. Pain is no, a No, but strength. it's true. If you really think about it. Yeah. It's true. No, 100%. That was deep. I'm going to play that back a lot. You should. If your dreams aren't big free? enough. Uh -oh, no, wait. Got one. If your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. Y'all got bars today. Okay. All right. I got one. I don't have one. I you have one. I, I, I you still never thought about one. what you were going to say earlier. You know what? Low-key, I've been thinking about it the entire time. I'm like, in the back of my head, I'm like. It did, how, but you can't think of two things at one time. Oh, no. It's terrible. Yeah. I can't. I feel like that's a one thing we all can relate. We can't all. You can't think of two things at once. It's mm -hmm. very hard. Especially if you're trying to check through someone's phone. That's three things at once. Then yeah, you no. definitely won't be so. able to think of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Go check your girlfriend or boyfriend's <laughs> phone. After this podcast, this is your sign. Check. <laughs> Your boyfriend Manif or girlfriend's Manifest. podcast. I mean, not podcast. <laughs> phone. <laughs> Don't be oblivious and waste three years like I did. Oh, so it was you. We no. got confirmation. That's <laughs> no, good. We got kidding. confirmation. I had a great three years. <laughs> love you. <laughs> love my exes. I still love you. All right. I have two more <laughs> questions before you before we wrap up. <laughs> um, minus the three. Okay. So 
Where do you see yourself in next calendar year? I'm going to shorten next the time year? frame. Yeah, because I've realized when I give people a long like time frame, years. they can take their time, right? Okay. So I want you to be able to come back on be the realistic. podcast and I'll be like, play back the tape. Okay. Did she do it? So a year from now, okay. a what year are we celebrating? Now. All right. One year from now, I will have my merch line fully out, my podcast mm. fully out. I will have at least, Culture Sigma will at least have 100K, hopefully. Mm. It will. I'm sorry, hopefully or? Not hopefully, sorry. Uh, Culture Sigma will have 100K plus, uh, maybe 500K, you know. I mean, it's a year, so 500K followers. I'm go. saying it. I like it. I'm saying it. Um, YouTube, 10K subscribers at least. I like it. At least bare minimum. Um, all the events. That we go, we go to. I mean, this year we did a lot of events. We did like Rolling Loud. Uh, we work with Sneaker Con, Exotica, Arizona Barber Expo. How many events did y'all hit this year? Like literally so many. We were actually at one before we got here. Really? Oh, yeah. We did a marketing expo this morning. Yeah, we literally went from I'm grinding. I don't breathe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel lazy. I like it. I like it. No, I love being around that energy because whenever I feel like taking a nap, I'm like... But they're at the expo. No, every time All I right, take a nap, <laughs> every time I take a nap, I feel like it's so weird. I feel guilty. Do you? And that's probably bad, but like, I don't know why I take, if I take a nap, I feel so guilty that I wake up and I'm like, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> like, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I literally, I feel disgusting. I feel like a piece of shit. I'm like, there's people dying, like not napping. Like, I don't know. What am I doing resting in this bed with these <laughs> pillows? Get off me. <laughs> sleep. You could sleep when you're dead, though. Oh, boy. If you think about it, if you think about it, we sleep like there was a statistic. We sleep like majority of our life. We sleep at least, I think, like half of our life almost. That's wild. So imagine if you're sleeping as a, at a normal schedule as everybody, like yeah. you sleep half of your life away. How many hours do you get in a night? Me? Yeah. <laughs> like three or four. Huh. Okay. Maybe. But I'm young. We got lucky yesterday. We got five hours. But I'm young. I feel like once well, I hit once I hit crazy. like 30 or 40, apparently you need like a certain amount of sleep to like stay sane. Right? You guys sure. know? Yeah. 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 Three hours. Four. You guys need like six, right? Me? Oh, no. I, okay. I have slept less than most of my friends. Five hours. I thought that was extreme. People say it's extreme. But you said three. I'm like, I'm Oh, people thought five wrong. was too little? Yeah. That's what yeah. I was. I, that's why I used you're supposed to feel to, now. But honestly, what I heard is like, well, I heard for napping, 10 minute naps are like what you're supposed to do because yeah. you sleep t 10 minutes, you wake up kind of feeling more like you feel tired, but then you feel like super good. Yeah. As long like, as you don't feel the groggy that, like, minutes. So you don't run into that REM sleep because you can actually oversleep. And then if you oversleep, you feel more tired. 100%. So that's even worse because then it's like, oh, I slept six or when people, you know, how people sometimes sleep like nine, 10 hours. Yeah. And then they feel more. They're like still tired. It's because they oversleep. So I would say like a good amount of sleep would be like five, six. To be like normal. <laughs> you don't want to be like me. You want to be normal. That's what I'm hearing. That's crazy. I'll, I'll sleep. I sleep sometimes, obviously, like a normal amount. But like I feel like most days it's like three or four. That's impressive. I think you're going to accomplish a lot more within the year. And I speak for everyone that's listening to the podcast when I say we feel like you gave us a lot of value. We appreciate you both oh. coming out. Uh, my final question. Me too. This is so fun. Oh, 100%. You made it a lot more fun. You both did. Uh, just the add-on. You said an add-on? I'm just the add-on. Oh, no, no. You were literally also, like the icing like, on the... But also, I feel like <laughs> sometimes, like, I know, like, uh, 
people feel guilty about like sleeping a normal amount, but sometimes your body needs that at the yeah. same time. So like, don't feel like, oh, I'm unproductive if I'm sleeping a certain amount of time. Like, you know, I feel like because I said that, I made Are me you feel like- you to have like people driving around tired, like Liv said, no, <laughs> I ain't grinding hard enough. <laughs> no, I it. think everybody has their own timing. Everyone has their own way of doing things. You know, it's all about balance. Yeah, It's all about consistency. And if you're doing those things and it works for you, it works for you. I like that. That's it. Last question I have for you. And you're going to close this out with this. Um, so a lot of people that listen to this podcast are kind of looking to get into the lane of just starting something new for themselves, right? Whether it's like a small business or okay. getting to, you know, starting with their own personal brand. Yeah. And a lot of them feel pulled back by just friends and their environment around mm -hmm. them. Because like, that's a stupid idea. Uh, you're trying to be the next mm -hmm. Justin Bieber or whatever <laughs> it is, right? Yeah. What advice would you give to that young man or young lady that's watching the podcast right now? that really wants to start something, yeah. but doesn't feel like they have that validation they need to do it. Yeah. I would say, you know, this is all cliche. Everyone says this, just do it, right? <laughs> like, honestly, just start. I feel like a lot of people don't start and they put it off and they're like, I'm going to start when I'm ready. You're never ready. Yeah. You're never, ever going to be ready. So if you feel like you want to start that business or you feel like you want to start, you're never going to have enough money. You're never going to be fit enough. You're never going to look good enough. You're never, you're never going to be ready. So just start it or else you're never going to start it. That's just super cliche. Um, and also who you hang around is super important mm. in life. And I had to learn that the hard way. You know, I, everyone always told me that. Like, I feel like a lot of people, you'll see all this advice on the motivational things and yeah. you never really take it until you learn your lesson. So you guys are never going to, me saying this, you're never going to do it. You're just going to have to go through the hardship of learning it and going Touching through stuff. it to actually yeah. change what you're doing. But I would say like the people who you hang around is usually a reflection of yourself. The person you're dating is a reflection of yourself. People you hang around are a reflection of yourself. Everyone in your life is a reflection of yourself. So if you're hanging around people that are not entrepreneurs, like-minded, you know, they're totally opposite of what you want to be, you're around the wrong people because mm -hmm. you are you see yourself as who they are. That's why you hang around them. So stop hanging out with them. Cut them off. Stop being scared. Like you have one life to live. Are you going to live it the way they want or you live it the way you want, right? I like that. And I love the fact that she put her name twice in there as she left that up. That was, that was clever. That was good. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Flipping Tables podcast.